podcast is powered by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Already. Woo! Oh, we got everything you need on this one. Hey! Uh, we make plays every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We make plays every day. We got yeah. the plug on this we one. Plays every day, we got the line on everything. We make plays every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we make plays every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the Real Fantasy Playmakers. I am your host, Bogard Scott Free. And today, like I said in the intro, we got the line on everything you need because our special guest host for this for this episode is the fantasy football plug. What's happening, plugger? What's good, baby? Yay, yay. Hey, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, partner. How you doing? Man, couldn't complain. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm having a few beers. I got my joint rolled up. You know what I mean? We're, we're about to have a good time here. You know what I'm saying? Already, so man. On this episode, Playmakers, we're going we gonna to break down some bus, uh, uh, some bus candidates. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're going to talk about some breakout candidates. We're gonna, and then uh, my man Jay the plug, you know what I'm saying? He you know he is a, a a diehard Saints fan, so you know we're gonna talk a little bit of Saints. But before we get to all that, we're gonna handle some quick housekeeping. Go ahead and follow me on both Twitter and IG at the GMM Network. You can go ahead and also follow me on IG at Bogard Sky Free World. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. Hit that notification. Hit that like. You know what I'm saying? To so spike that like, I should say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and go ahead, drop a comment. You know what I mean? Also, check me out uh, with the rest of the Run Boys. Shout out to the gang on the Run Boys Fantasy Network on YouTube. Subscribe to that joint, too. Also, if you want to check out all the latest and greatest articles that, that the Run Boys have to offer, covering all sports-isms, go ahead and check out the therunboys.com. That's Run Boys with a Z. You know what I'm saying? Also, want to shout out our sponsor, Milk and Honey TX. For all your CBD wellness and all your CBD goodness, visit MilkandHoneyTX.com. And like you heard in the intro of this joint, this podcast is powered by Monkey Knife Fight. Go ahead, head on over to MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Use promo code GMM. And we'll match your first deposit all the way up to $50 for all you daily fantasy sports nuts like myself. And you want to get in on this prop action, use promo code GMM and we'll match your first deposit all the way up to $50. Baseball's in full effect. Basketball's in full effect. Football's round the corner. Hey, get in on this action. Monkey Night Fight, give me money. Hey, plug. Let them know where they can find you and the podcast. Bro, I don't even know how I'm going to follow that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I All do this right, every intro. It's like, I got to. <laughs> got to handle That's the housekeeping. Dope, man. That's dope. Uh, yeah, head over to uh, Instagram, of course. Look up the Fantasy Football Plug, the FF Plug. Um, I'm on the IG. I've got I've got Twitter. Don't really mess with Twitter too much, but that is the FF Plug as well. Go on to YouTube. I just started my YouTube channel with some of these interviews that I've got going on there and dropping. Um and that one is the fantasy football plug. I always try to make sure I get the fantasy football plug because I am the plug. Oh, oh he's the um, plug. He's I'm telling yes, you, he's sir. the guy. You know what I'm saying? When people at when people look for some and they talk to Bogard, you know what I tell them? I, I know a guy. 
You know what I mean? That's what's up. When they looking for something, I say, oh, you know what? I know a guy. I know the plug. You know what I'm talking about? That's, that's, that's what's good, bro. Seriously, that's what I am, man. I'm the plug, baby. I get you what you need when hey, you need it. You know what I'm saying? We got everything on deck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man. Okay, so check us out, uh, Playmakers. We're going to go ahead and get you a little more familiar with the plug. You know what I mean? And so, uh, I, you know, if, if you may, go ahead and let them know a little bit about yourself, where you're from. And uh, I definitely want to hear the origin story of how this whole thing came about. You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah, man. Um, well, I'd like to say it all started when I was just a little plug growing up, but um, it, it really started more. A lowercase plug? He was a lowercase lower plug. Case, lower case, lowercase plug, man. Getting you a little of what you need, not all of it. But I I had uh, my, my grandfather when I was growing up. I was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yep. Uh, Shout out to the yeah, Big Easy. Yeah, baby. Go Tigers. Uh, so we, as growing up, you know, we were Saints fans, and uh, I even, bro, I even have the little bag with the with the uh, eye, eye, eye slots cut out. So, you know, yeah. we were we were repping whenever we were kids, man. But we were real big into football as I was growing up. Um, little baseball, played it more than watched it. Big time basketball, almost played it in college. But I started the plug when I got furloughed from work. With all the stuff going on, they had some layoffs. But luckily, I, I, you know, I was blessed enough to just get furloughed. So. I was talking to my wife. Um, shout out, Mrs. Plug. Yep, big she, up, big up to Mrs. Plug. Hey, behind yeah, every man. good plug is a good woman. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Yeah, much better than me, bro. I, I out, I out kick my coverage, man. Um, but she's been behind me this whole time and, and told me why not go for it. And, you know, I've always wanted to do a podcast about fantasy football because I've been obsessed with fantasy football since I can really remember. Um, I don't mean to cut you off, right? But so my girl, my you know Mrs. Mrs. Bogard, she actually said this to me today. She goes, because she'll listen to my joints, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like she was like, it's so like I actually she was listening to the Heart to Start episode. Shout shout out to the uh, Heart to Start boys. I just I just had them on, and uh, so I'm editing the episode uh, earlier today, and she's listening, and she's like, it's so crazy that there's other nuts for fantasy football just like you out there in the world i'm like baby they're they're everywhere you know what i mean but yeah continue oh, yeah yeah for real man it's we, we're we're trying to get a piece of that pie uh-huh. oh yeah but uh but yeah she's been behind me this whole time she told me to give it a shot and i started it and you know it all i've just always had this love for fantasy football never really i'll be honest i've never really gotten into fantasy baseball or basketball me either thought about getting into basketball but i just can't i don't know man it's, it's football is a whole different whole different thing for me it just it just became an obsession and one thing i realized is that it made me a bigger fan of the rest of the league you, you, know what I'm hey, so, you ain't lying you ain't lying yeah. like, i i actually love every team and what they got to offer obviously i'm a diehard niner obviously you're a diehard saint but like mm-hmm. it just gives you an appreciation and an affinity for these other teams and players you know what i mean 100 percent, and that's you know I, i've i've in doing one of my interviews one of the guys i spoke with he never really fucked with uh, on my back. Can I drop that? I, of course, I, man. This is an explicit. This is an explicit show. You know what I'm saying? We 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 saying all kind of shit and fucking bitch and ass, and you know what I'm saying? We, we yeah yeah. This is this is not for the children. <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> this, this is not for the lowercase plugs. I saw it on you know YouTube. Mean? I saw it on the YouTube's and just I was just making sure. Uh, so uh, he didn't really fuck with fantasy, but he. He mentioned that he loved anything that brought anybody to the game. 
and you know made fans of anybody and I've, I've talked to him i've been trying to get him into a league i don't know if you saw the interview with marcus allen yep sure yeah, did I'm legend Legend. Yeah, bro. I keep trying to get him to come into a league. I was texting with him today, and he was just—he was like, "Man, I just don't know if I can do it." I said, but... "Yo, yo, did we lose him? Plug it. Plug it. Two on IG. Oh, there you go. And what's up? Yeah. Oh, no, my bad. You just your reception kind of cut off a little bit there, but no, but you back? Oh, my bad. So I'm trying to get him to get into one of these leagues, but kind of, you know, he can disguise his name if he wants. My bad, Plug. You're, you're kind of cutting in and out there. I'm trying to talk him into it. So, Marcus, if you're listening, man, and he told me any interviews I do or anything, he wants me to send them to him so he can hear them and give me feedback. So, if you're listening to this, partner, we're, we're, we're rooting for you to get into one of these leagues, bro. Yeah. Tell him, tell him, uh, uh, tell him, uh, do it to spite Al Davis. How about that? You know what I mean? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him Al Davis would hate it, and he'd be like, all right, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. Rest in peace to Al Davis, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, whatever, man. No, I'm just playing. R.I.P., <laughs> of course. R.I.P., of course, man. That, cra- that dude had the craziest teeth, bro. He sure did. Dude, I mean, I, I didn't know. I, got I mean, the all, them, all, them, all the monies. All the monies yeah. in the world. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you don't think he was straighten up your grill. I mean... Bro, yeah. I mean that's crazy, man. I mean it's everything going which ways. I mean, oh, you look like you open cans with those things. <laughs> I probably did though. Well, Brent, for, but yeah, man. Anyway, getting back to it, my bad. I didn't mean to trail off. No, it's all good. I, I tend to do fan. that a lot. Don't worry. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I've been a fantasy football fan since I can remember, and I just I've always wanted to do something with it. Of course, you always hear if you do something that you love, you never work a day in your life. So. Yeah, man. I think I, I kind of texted you something earlier today along those lines where it was like, man, I was like, it's kind of unfair, like, because we love what we do, you know what I mean? You did. Yeah, you did. I, I'm, I was looking through it right now, just trying to find it. <laughs> yeah, man. I, lo- a, I love what we do, we do man. This is, this is incredible. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here talking to the plug, man, he doesn't get no better. But yeah, continue, continue. My man, the pleasure's all mine, seriously, dude. I've been a fan of yours since I got on IG. I think you're one of the first people I really started following on there. Yeah, I appreciate and, it, man. Uh, I mean, and, and you know, I, I actually caught wind of you. Uh, 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 shout out shout out to the bros, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, the Fornicator. Shout out to Sweetness, uh, Doc PLC, Renegade. You know what I mean? I heard you on uh, on sure. their show. And uh, and I was like, oh, man. I, and then, then I go to go follow you, and I'm like, oh, I'm following them already. You know what I mean? I was like, awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yo, and, and I've been I've been captivated ever since, man. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, likewise. Feeling is mutual. Yeah, those uh, shout out to Bears Brews and the Bros, man. Bear down for them boys. Yeah. Kills me saying it, but you know, for that for those dudes, happy to do it. They uh they were the winners of the the plug giveaway, the uh plug custom that the trophy. Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. I seen that. You're Bro, right. No lie, I ordered a trophy thinking it was gonna be like Beast mode, it's no bigger than a fucking monster can, so we had to order a new one. We ordered a new one, we're waiting for it to come in, but I've got a pretty dope idea I'm going to do for them. Um, being based in Chicago, I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do either, I'm either going to do the bright orange all over it, and then do the, you know, like on the Jordans where they have the elephant print? Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to do that all over in the opposite color, whether it's going to be navy blue or the orange. I think I'm going to do all navy blue and then do the orange elephant print all over it. Ooh, that would be, that would be nasty. Yeah, and then I'm gonna put their logo and stuff on the 
on the sides of the football at the top because it looks like the Lombardi trophy. Man, you are the plug, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm trying to know, do what I can do when I can do it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you know, the, the world's a better place with the plug in it. You know what I mean? Man, I appreciate you, bro. I'm, you know, my mom would say the same thing. Yeah, shout out to our moms. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shout Mama out to Mom plug. Dukes. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mom <laughs> Dukes. You know what I'm saying? For real. <clears throat> but yeah, so, 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 so it's basically... During quarantine, you, you, you know, as they would say, they gave us lemons and you, you basically made lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly how I'd put it, man. man exactly how I'd put it. Hey, man, it's a blessing in disguise, right? Like, you know, you got the furloughed and you was like, you know, you and, uh, you know, un, you know, fortunately, you know, un, uh, in some unfortunate times, you know, what I'm saying we, we all had a little more time on our hands. I mean, even me, myself, I was able to like really turn up the volume on uh on on the features because now people were readily available you know what i mean so it was like yeah yeah like you know what i mean like and and brett bro like i'm, I'm already a, rec- a, a naturally a recluse like i'm always in you know my, my history in, in a, being a, a sound engineer and, and, a, and a music producer artist etc right i'm always in some dark room with no windows you know what I mean? So it was it was an easy yeah. transition. You know what I mean to do you know to do this podcast these podcast shit. You know what I mean? And I'm just sure. I just love I love talking to people, hearing their story because you know not not only is your content great, but like you know being able to identify with the you know the people delivering the content. That's 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 what I'm that's what the real fantasy playmakers is all about. And like you know one thing that I wanted my show to be is like if people will tune in. And and they you know they enjoy the guest you know I, that's what I wanted the, the, them to, to discover other great talent you know what I'm saying like because I'm I I'm I you know what I mean I'm not not I'm not the most arrogant person Bro, in the world you're being all humble and shit yeah I know right you know what I'm saying and trust me it's, it's hard for me not to feed my own ego you know what I mean like I'm like but but you know but but but, but you know because. I am an artist and Bogart Scott Free. It, it, it's really me. It's not. It's it's technically not an alter ego. So you know what I mean. Like this is me. Like off yeah. off script. I'm the same. And like you know what I mean. Like yeah, I, yeah I, man. I, I just love. I, I love. Uh, you know. I, I I think one of my talents is being able to call a spade a spade. And and you know what I mean. I, I I think you're great. That's why we're here. You know what I mean. That's why we're doing this right now. Man, that's that's high praise coming from you, bro. Seriously, no no bullshit. That that means something to me a lot. And it's, I want to bring it back to something you said just a minute ago. When you when you said it's you, just turned up a little. That's exactly you. Look at the Rock, bro. Look at the Rock. Oh, look yeah. at Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. Look at Sean Higginbottom. Excuse me, aka Sean Michaels. Look oh at yeah. Mark Calloway, aka the Undertaker. I'm t- I'm saying. Hey, man, you you're, t- you just, you're listing up all my heroes, by the way. You know, I'm a big bro, wrestling I've, fan. I've, I, I was a pro wrestler for 10 years. Yeah, man. You know what? Give, give, touch on that a little bit, but continue, continue. Oh, it didn't nothing much to it, man. It was more indie stuff than anything. I met some cool people, but um, it's, I mean, that, that's how you know, that's how you really, you you can make your, per, like, that's how you can make it, really. I mean, it's, it's for lack of a better, you know, way of explaining it, but I mean, yeah. look at The Rock. It's, it's his persona just turned up just a little bit, just enough to where it gets attention. Like, you get attention, man. Whenever you whenever you speak, I, I realized the first time I really got to kind of know you was during that draft. Yeah. And I was like, man, I fucked with this guy. He's cool as hell. Like, I, I couldn't wait to get on your show. Whenever you said you wanted me on the show, I was like, oh, shit, man. I, I really? think it was like 10 seconds in. I was like, plug, I got to get you on. Like, Dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, like yeah. Man, I was I, flattered. I, I was like, I fuck with you, bro. Like, even, uh, and even when, you know, when we did, we, we, we basically cut wrestling promos. 
during that shit. Remember? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was that was great, man. Dude, that was a that was fun. Yeah, I'm sitting at work walking around, and my boss is looking at me through the window, and I'm like, "Damn, bro, I gotta I gotta sneak away so I can do this for you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one when of you, the weakest you... promos I think I've ever cut, man. But you know, I had to do it. Yeah, man. No, I, thought, I thought it was awesome. I mean, it was like I was close. First of all, full disclosure, I, I was full on Luigi. That was, that's one of my AKAs because, you know, I, I be on I be on mushrooms and I was definitely shrooming and I swear it was Hulk Hogan. I was like, and even at one point it was it, it then it morphed into uh it then it morphed into Ultimate Warrior at one point you know what I'm saying like, my guy man he's in my top ten bro Ultimate Warrior bro man oh I yeah even, even for the small sample size he's definitely in my top ten oh you know yeah mean? man that dude would do it just rip a line of coke and take off <laughs> yeah he's so <laughs> <just> rushed, oh <laughs> man okay. when he when he dusted uh, honky tonk man. Oh that yeah, that wasn't supposed to. Ha- that wasn't supposed to go down that way. Oh word! So he wasn't supposed to put him over. He was, but not like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, but you know, he was like I, I like to call Ultimate War like the Mike Tyson of, of pro wrestling because he would everything was like ten seconds flat. You know what I mean? Yep. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And the, I mean, I'm sorry, Honky Tonk Man. I mean, first of all, terrible gimmick, right? But <laughs> you deserved it, man. You had it coming, Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, that was trash. They yeah. they gave him that Intercontinental Championship for way too long, and they realized, and they said, "Oh, we got this new dude who looks like a like an '80s punk rocker with more muscles than he knows what to do with. We're yeah. gonna let him. We're gonna let him squash you." And, and he's from he's parts unknown. Him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <He's> like, parts <laughs> unknown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there he is again. Go upon the playmakers, the warriors. I think I'm gonna have to put featuring the plug and the Ultimate Warrior on this on the description now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that was him just clearing the drip too. That wasn't that wasn't even part of the gimmick. He was just like, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, allegedly, allegedly, playmakers, allegedly. But yeah, yeah. Allegedly. so so before we before we move on, I, I just I need to know, man, what was the finishing move? What, what was the plugs finishing move? And and what was your wrestling handle? <laughs> well, my wrestling handle was just my my real name. It, that's just what it was. They oh, tried it was, it was just a thing. They tried going with Atlas and all this crap, and I was just like, nah, that's I'm just not feeling it. So my so they just they just used my real name and. Uh, it, it picked up from there. Man, I was a big fan. Like, when I got into it, um, of course, I was real big into old school stuff, like Ultimate Warrior and stuff, and just dominating. But because yeah. I was, you know, I'm 6'6". Six, I'm six, six. Right now, I'm 262 pounds. Back then, I was, like, maybe 280, 285. Oh, wow. And and I wasn't fat. I was fairly lean, so they wanted to use my gimmick as, you know, kind of a Batista-type dude who would just come in and just crush people. Yeah. But I actually, I, I was obsessed with the craft. So I Ooh. would do, man, I would do, uh, God, what do they call them? The pyramid rolls. I would I would get on the rope. I, you know, they didn't want me to do anything off the top rope because I was too big. It didn't make any sense. So, but my, I, I went to Booker T, just kind of give you an idea of what, like how obsessed I was with it. Yeah. I went to go train for and with Booker T to be in his show in Houston, Texas. Five time. Five time. Five time. <laughs> Five times, five times. Yes. 
when we when we worked, you had to you had to do a uh, you had to work with another wrestler, but there was nobody else there. I was dead last, so I did it. I did a uh, match with the quote unquote Invisible Man, um, and I because th- in wrestling they call each other workers. You know, you got jobbers, <laughs> yeah. you got workers, and all that. Yeah. Well, when I worked a match without anybody in there, you you yeah, you essentially got to sell it. Hold on, we lost him again. Yo, yo. Wanted to be a show. They wanted to be extravagant. So, you know, if you get billed across the room, which that is, they grab, you know, say they put you in the corner, then they grab you underneath your armpit and they chuck you to the other side of the ring, catacorner. Yeah. You know, you'll see the guy like do a roll and like really fly across. So you throw yourself. Yeah. So I basically. So you would sell it. You would sell it. Like that's it. Yeah, you would sell it with with no one there, and that that actually makes you a hell of a worker. Yeah, and I could jump, so I got choked at the very end. And he's like, Booker T was like, "Bro, I've never seen anybody like do something like that." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you know, you lost, you lost against nobody. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh huh. And he kept talking about that, and I'm like, dude, I meant to do that. Like I'm looking at him like, for real, bro? Do you really think that I lost to fucking nobody? I'm like, <laughs> it was. A, I was fighting the Invisible dude. Man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you think I'm going to beat the Invisible Man? I can't see the motherfucker. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he liked it. He liked it a lot. And uh, there's a there's a tape somewhere in the archive, man. They used to have a bunch of stuff on YouTube, and then they took it down because I didn't have rights. Mm. So even though it was my name. Oh, wow. Hey, man. Yeah. Booker T, man. He, Booker T seems like a guy I would have beers with. He very much, man, he was really, really cool. Yeah, Really, man. really cool, man. The Spinner Rooney. Nice the Spinner Rooney. That dude could dance, bro. Like, oh, yeah, man. It was insane, like, how good he could dance. Like, pop and lock like a motherfucker. Oh, like, yeah. It was nuts. It was crazy. At the end of the pra- at the end of practicing and in the training, he would have, like, no shit, he'd go out in the middle of one of the rings, one of the eight rings he had in his warehouse, and set up a whole boombox and just go ham. That's dope. Yeah, man. it was crazy. Yeah, man, he was... um. He was one of my favorites, bro. Like in the WCW days, I loved Harlem Heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, as a kid too, you know, because I had family from the East Coast. Like you know, I, I used to always laugh to myself, like, "Damn, these guys are clearly from the South." But they they gave them the, the Harlem <laughs> Heat gimmick, and like, yo, that that flying that's that flying uh, missile drop kick, like, oh man, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, him and uh, what was it, Bubba Ray? Uh, what was the uh, what was his partner's name? I can't remember. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I feel terrible calling myself a wrestling fan. I can't remember. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't worry about that, man. I was more into WWE or WWF at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, me too, man. Like, bro, like uh, I grew up, man. My favorite, bro, hands down. Growing up as a kid, and I used to argue with my dad because my dad would be like, "Why are you watching these guys in their underwear? It's a ballet." And I'd be like, no. He'd be like, it's not even real. And I and I was a wee tyke. And I'd be oh. like, it's so real, Dad. Look at because Bret Hart, bro. He used to sell it to me so so good. Oh like, yeah. The excellence of execution, bro. Like he was fucking uh-huh. phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yep. Stevie Ray. Stevie That's Ray. Funny. There you go. I see. I I was right with the Ray part. I was like, I knew Bubba Ray yeah. didn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Bret Hart was incredible. He was one of the first I actually got to see live because, I mean, I'm from Baton Rouge, but, I mean, I would, like, I've lived in Alaska for for a little while, too. Oh, so word. whenever they came to, my dad, it was one thing that my dad and I used to do. He would wake me up early as fuck on Saturday mornings because in Alaska, you know, wrestling would come on at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So 
he would wake me up. I'd do every Friday night. I would set up a tent downstairs in the living room, and he'd wake me up, and we'd watch this big ass tube screen TV. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were man, Coco Beware was my shit. Oh, Coco Beware. Yeah, that Coco was uh, that was Owen Hart's partner at one point too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Like. Yeah. The 80s wrestling, you know, I was born in the 80s, so I'm, you know, in the yeah. early 90s, I used to rent all the tapes just to catch oh, up yeah. on, yeah, because when I, when I discovered wrestling, it was probably like 91, and I was hooked, you know what I mean? I was just hooked, bro, like, and yeah, I, right. like, I would ride my bike to the video store, rent a bunch of tapes, you know what I'm saying, in chronological yeah. order, too, you know what I mean? I'd, I rewatched yeah. all the WrestleManias and all the, you know what I mean? Just, it was, man, it was awesome, dude, like. Right, it, it's so crazy that kayfabe is like a thing of the past because obviously because it, it's, it's so, so funny to hear somebody say that. Well, I mean, listen, I'm a nut, bro. <laughs> it's I, awesome. We, I speak the language, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's and, up. And like, you know, like, it's a, you know, you know who's another wrestling nut to this day? Uh, he's another dude out there. Uh, shout out to Gemma the Icon. He's also part of the Rum Boys. But me and him, man, like, we, we go on these wrestling tangents in the podcast, like, kind of like what we're doing right now, where it's like, this is definitely a fantasy football show, but listen, from one of my childhood loves wrestling, we could always spare time for wrestling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Bo, you there, brother? You just, yeah, you just yeah, broke yeah. out a little bit, my bad. Oh, my bad. No, you know what? Um, no, we back now. I, I got you in the same spot. I think... It, I think it's um, uh, it might be it might be your reception cutting out a little bit because here and there you cut out but you, but you're fine you're phenomenal now we back there we go yeah you're back you're back okay so so now before we get off the wrestling thing like you know what I mean the, just go ahead and fire I know you mentioned a bunch of my favorites already in, in the Attitude Era you know what I mean like you know what yeah. I'm saying but but um I mean who, just real quick man who, who all time who who's your guy I'm gonna. I'm gonna move somewhere so I can hear you. For some yeah. reason, for some reason it's breaking up really bad in here. Let me move out here. All good. All good. Sorry, brother. Nah, no problem. All right, all right. Let's see. I think this might be better here. All right, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. What was your question? All right. So before we get on to the fantasy isms, right? All time. Let 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 me know. All time favorite wrestler. Uh. <laughs> let's see. I'm, should we do eras real quick? Should we go eras? Because then maybe not. Hold on, say that again. This I don't know what it what it is, but I don't know if it's his house or what. But I, it's just breaking up bad. Hey, and you know what? Let's see here. Okay, how about that? I'm, uh, I can hear you now. I can hear you pretty good now. Okay. Yeah. So okay, yeah, just all time, all time favorite wrestler. Man, that's tough. Uh, I know this is a tough one. I, I don't. I hate saying The Rock because that's so fucking obvious. But he's a great. He's a great choice, though. Well, too, I mean, he's everybody's choice. It's just with okay, like you and I are realists. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. truthers. So you know, if we say it, we we say it not just because he was in fucking Rampage. We say it because of the showmanship and. The, the persona that The Rock is and his skill in the ring. Yeah. Um, and being being a revolutionary, like him and Stone Cold, they revolutionized the babyface yes. heel. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, there, there, there wasn't a, such a thing before that. You know what I mean? You there? Yeah, yeah. We're here. There you go. It, I, man, I, I'm just, I'm going to have to say The Rock, bro. 
I mean, just the proud, the way that the way that he does everything. I'm I'm in on everything, bro. But I mean, I, I love and the Ultimate Warriors is a close number two. Yeah, man, it, and and they're you know also too like there's they're 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 such specimens like like obviously the Ultimate Warrior you know super bodybuilding looking motherfucker but like the rock too just his athleticism and like mm-hmm. just hit he's unrivaled when it comes to rocking that mic bro like cutting those promos you know what i mean like I, man yes. he's, he's one of the most fabricated too like you know he 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 spawned a bunch like shout out to the miz like the miz he and, and the miz is also he's also a big uh fantasy football enthusiast too but the Miz, man, like he, you know, he ripped off his whole thing from The Rock. You know what I mean? Like, uh huh, yeah. Like The Rock, you know, and the, man, The Rock is just phenomenal, man. Okay, okay, actually, God, one more before we move on. And, oh, oh yeah, and then I'll give you, I'll give you mine. My, mine is definitely, man. I, it's, 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 it's Bret Hart, and a, and a close second is is Stone Cold, man. Because I, I just love Stone Cold, man. Because you, yeah. And before Stone Cold broke his neck, or Owen Hart broke his neck. Stone Cold was a hell of a technical wrestler, and then after that, he was yes. just a full-on brawler. Like because uh-huh. he, he couldn't do so much because of the the, the injury. But but yeah, man. Okay, one before we move on, final one. What do you feel about John Cena? Because I couldn't stand him. <laughs> um, nice guy, real nice guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll tell you, nobody gives him enough credit for how good of a worker he was, and for um, that long too. Like he he was longer than Hulk Hogan, oh, even, yeah, longer man. than The Rock, longer like uh-huh. his reign. Yeah, when he was yeah, and if you look back, whenever he was down, um, he was down in a, what was it OVW, I believe. Yeah, the 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 prototype. Mm-hmm. If you. Mm-hmm. This dude is, I mean, when it comes to just his brain and the way it works, it's just straight entertainment. His movies, no offense, Mr. Cena, (laughs) John, no offense, John, they suck anus. (laughs) But as far as a worker, man, keep doing what you're doing. If people can hate on you all you want, who gives a shit? You're making that money. Yeah. Seriously. You're making that money and you're doing what you love. Just keep wrestling, bro. Or or just fucking work in the back, man. Yeah. Richard or something like just you know work in the back teach yeah, people I, I think he could help wrestle I, 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 that's a good point I think he could really breathe life into wrestling if he if he was like some kind of behind the scenes guy maybe writing the matches maybe you know what I mean like because yeah. I think there's a I think wrestling is, is it, especially the WWE right now it's kind of lackluster or maybe they have too many too many mouths to feed where it's like it kind of waters the product down maybe I, I mean I don't know <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe maybe wrestling needs the plug. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, man. That uh, one guy that I really, really love, and I just think he's this dude to me needs. He deserves the belt for as long as he can hold it. Is Bray Wyatt? Ooh, yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. That dude is unbelievable. It's a waste. He, he's being wasted yeah. in today's wwe it's a fucking shame if he was in the attitude era holy shit yeah man you ain't lying he would he would have already been i'm seriously let I me mean, look at what this guy does like everything he does you sit there and watch. like i got out of watching wrestling for a while after it's just like basketball after i stopped playing in college i couldn't watch the nba because it just it reminded until you until the much. raptors no lie until i could pay attention to it but i couldn't watch an nba game until the raptors won the championship it was that fucking long 
Dang. Because I would sit there and tap my heel and stuff. Because, I mean, I, man, dunk contests, all that stuff. I loved playing ball. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. Loved it. And then it just, it, the, going and playing in college fucking ruined it. You know, kids, if you're listening to this, go to college, have a good time if you want to. Fuck it. There's a way to make, make money without a degree. But if you go to school to play ball or something, make sure you go to school as well. I fucked off instead of doing that. But mm-hmm. be that as it may, it turned it into a job and I couldn't do it. And then, you know, being a, being a worker, um, wrestling after I woke up at like 26 years old and I could barely move, man, it got to the point to where I, it, it was just getting it was getting so hard because I was doing so many matches over and over and over. Yeah. But so it started, it started to affect that quality of life in that sense. It really, it really did. And you know, I loved what I was doing, but whenever you drive, you know, 200 miles to go make 70 bucks and then they try and fuck you out of half the money because somebody, uh, you know, somebody requested more money and stuff and they try to. Yeah. Wrestling is a dirty game. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Now you, but you're back. Speaking of which, yeah, but I got to meet that asshole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Sh- sh- shall we? Should we get to it? Cut everybody else's money in half. Oh man. So, I mean, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. And it's crazy that the, I'm, I'm surprised these promoters even try these wrestlers because it's like, man, these wrestlers they can whoop your ass. Promoters, you know what I mean? Hey, hold on, plug. You're, you're cutting in. You're cutting in pretty uh, severe there. I did. I did. Uh, I did cage fighting for a couple of years, and I'll tell you, I got. I get the one thing I can. I can say that I love about like cage fighters and stuff. They have respect for the craft and everybody who's in the ring, and they'll stop if something's wrong. I I realized that it was basically it was it was something I might not be able to continue to do in wrestling because I was wrestling a tag team called the Angola Express, and one of them was holding my arm off the side of the ring, and the other one was doing one of those, you know, leg drops off the side like the Undertaker does. Yeah. Well, they didn't have my arm turned the right way, and then they it basically hyperextended my, my arm, my elbow, and it tore my tricep, and I had 18 minutes left in the match. Uh. And they, they said, if you want to get paid, you better finish. And I said, cool. So if I get my hands on these motherfuckers, they're dumb. Yeah. So like, I got one. He's like, I got one good arm, and I'm whooping that ass. <laughs> I'm saying, man, I'm gonna use this one arm. They might fuck me up, but I promise you, they'll remember I was there. So Damn. I'm chasing these assholes around the ring for a good 18 minutes, and then it's finish this. They were real apologetic and real cool, and I mean, you know, I'm after a little while, I get a level head, and I realize that. Yo, yo, my bad, bro. And you know what? Let's how about how about this? Let let's um let's go ahead and can you hear me? Yo, yo, plugger. What's up, man? My bad. You were you, you were cutting in and out there, right there. Okay, so 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 you said they were very apologetic about the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were real apologetic. I realized you know accidents happen and um. Something I pride myself on is I've got a lot of size to me, so if it ever got to it, I can throw it around a little bit. I, by no stretch of the imagination, think I can kick everybody's ass at all. But, you know, I mean, I, 
something I pride myself on is I, I can I can slough it off pretty easily. My wife says it's one of her favorite things about me, but one of the most annoying things is that I can let shit go really quick. But that's a good that's a great quality to have, though. You know what I mean? Because I mean, on the on the flip side of that, holding a grudge is a terrible quality to have. So you know what I mean? That's, oh yeah. Yeah. So that I mean that's 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 actually, I mean maybe maybe your wife says that just because you know, you know maybe um. You know, she would she would like you to kick some more ass. Maybe how about that? You know what I mean? Oh, dude, well, she already knows. If it comes to her, you're dumb. Anything else, I've got no issue. But yeah. if it comes to her, bro, you can say shit about my mom, bro, dude. In fantasy football, right? So actually, the heart to start guys said this in fantasy I'll football, right? They said in fantasy football, wives and children. Other than that. Everything's free game, but wives and children are off the table. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah. But speaking of fantasy football, this is a fantasy football show, right? And like, I was—I ain't gonna lie—I was thoroughly, I was thoroughly enjoying. Like, matter of fact, real quick, you remember when we were on that Zoom meeting, and I was like, "Bro, you're a pro. You you're a wrestler." I'm like, "Bro, like, I would love to bring you on my podcast and talk wrestling." And you're like. Yeah, I'll come on there and he's like, you don't want me to talk fantasy? And I'm like, do you, do you remember that? Yeah, I do, man. Yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, but I, I had, it was a must, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. That was great for the playmakers because like I said earlier, man, it's it's all about the, 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 the playmakers, you know, my audience being able to identify, you know what I mean? And like, I know I got some wrestling playmakers out there that I know they would appreciate knowing that, you know what I mean? Especially because wrestling is something that, for pure entertainment, man, you guys are putting your bodies on the line and, and uh, you know, even the quality of life on the line, you know, to, because I know that's got to be a that's got to be a high for you, man. When you hear that crowd and you see those kids smile and like, that's got oh, that's got to be unrivaled, man. It was it was amazing, man. I, I'll tell you, I had the most fun when I was a heel. That was the best, oh, yeah. best part of it. And they wanted to, be, like I said, they wanted me to be kind of like a Batista. Like I'll, I'll drop it after this, but they, um, I had saliva. I had this song. And I'm trying Ooh, to yeah, remember I'm the a, name yeah, of I'm it. Yeah, I'm aware of it. It it started off like with a high guitar rift and then it goes, and then it's you know it just starts going off, and that was my entrance. And they made the music and the smoke and all that stuff for me. And when you come out, you hear that music starting before you walk out of that that uh, curtain. Yeah. You hear a lot of people say, you know, behind the curtain and all that stuff. They're like, yeah, man, it's a high. No, seriously. You go blank. Like, I mean, you know everything that's happening, but it's just like nothing else matters. It's just a fucking, it, whether it's seven people, 70 people or 7,000, it's unreal, dude. Like, it, it's just so much fun. And then afterward. You know, they wanted to try and keep kayfabe, but I just couldn't, man. If kids want to come take, you know, pictures, yeah. autographs, anything, I could not turn anybody away. Because who the fuck am I to do that? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, and they all, they're all there. Like, my favorite thing was the heel thing. They would pay me to drive and go just talk on a microphone because that's what I, I would practice while I was driving in my car, talking shit in the mirror. Like, nice. that, that got to where I could cut a promo, you know, at the snap of a finger. Now I'm out of practice, so I can't really do it. Um, but you know, that was what I got known for. And it's because of the rock, because that was the main thing that, you know, like if you can talk on a microphone, oh, yeah. you can be a half-assed worker and you still, I mean, you go everywhere. Oh yeah. No, that this is accurate. I mean, like, and, and that's the one thing too, like I, I would feel like a uh, Bret Hart kind of lacked, you know what I mean? Like he was such a great worker, but you know, his, his mic skills, maybe not the greatest, you know what I mean? Like, right. 
look here, Sean. You know what I mean? He had the, the, the Canadian accent. What's that about? You know what I mean? Like, he was just yeah, like, bro. yeah, it was kind of, it was laughable. But, I mean, yeah, I, lo- I loved him. And then, you know, as a wrestler, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, man. Okay, so check this out, Playmakers. We're going to go ahead into this first segment. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to talk about some bus candidates. You know what I mean? So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go one by one, and we'll you know we'll, we'll go through each position. You know what I'm saying? So so let's go ahead and start at the wide receiver position. Who's a wide receiver in fantasy in 2020 that you think has some bust potential? Oh man, um, I've got one that most people would completely shit on me for, but. Um... I'm gonna go with this cat. I think T.Y. Hilton's gonna bust. Ooh, okay. Tell me, tell, tell, tell me why. Why, why, why. Tell, tell me why you think. Well, um, I mean, okay, Hilton gained more than a thousand yards in five of six seasons. Okay, with Andrew Luck. Yeah. All right. Jacoby Brisket comes in under center. Colts receivers caught just 150 passes for 1,841 yards in a full season in 2019. Wow. That's it. Now. Philip Rivers will create more short field opportunities, things like that, for deep play action games for Hilton. However, Hilton is injury prone. That is an actual term. He sure is, is injury prone. And and it's and it's soft tissue injuries where it's like this will fuck up your this will fuck you up for weeks on end, like chunks yeah. of your of your fan. You know, there's only 13 weeks in a fantasy season. You know what I mean? A, a regular season, and like you know, if you're missing your guy for four weeks, that sucks. Yeah, seriously. I mean, he and see the last last season he played full sixteen games. I think was two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and that and I think that's when he got the fourteen hundred yards. Like he was the leading. Uh, he, he was mm-hmm. the the the, the reception. Not the reception. He was the yard the receiving yards leader that year. Yeah, 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 and it shows that. I mean, he's got the skills, but he just can't stay on the field, and that's my main thing. Like you'll listen to my podcast. You hear oh, me I'm say sorry. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. He was the the leading uh, the uh, receiving yards. Yeah. Cause seventeen, right. I think, I that, yeah, that was the year when uh, uh, Andrew Luck they, they they shut him down. Remember, they had to go ahead and trade for for the for the grilled beef brisket, aka the right. meat slab. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, but but yeah, Hilton's not really even a touchdown monster either, man. So I mean, unless he, he sure isn't. catches in yards, I'm just I, I just I'm not I'm not I'm not taking any shares of T. Y. Hilton. And, and you know what, too, playmakers. This is one of those guys too that like he 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 brings a value, you know he is like a fifth rounder in twelve team redraft. But like yo like don't don't let him be if he's your number three receiver or maybe your flex. I you know I would take a shot. But like yeah I I, I totally agree with you. His, there's too many question marks with his injury history, and we don't even know if he's gonna have rapport with with uh, Philip Rivers. And it is a run first team. You know what I mean? So right. Yeah. Right. Okay, I got one. The, the guy I got is also a member of the soft, the soft tissue injury gang, and it's <laughs> Stefan Diggs. You know what I mean? Oh man! I, I mean, <laughs> he, he, here's the thing: is like you know he played indoors, you know what I mean, and now he's gonna be playing right. outdoors, in in you know in one of the coldest places, like on a run first team, and, and he was he comes from a run first team uh, in in Minnesota, and like he, he's gonna he was very efficient last year. You know what I mean? And efficiency is one thing that's hard to replicate. And 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 then same thing with T. Y. Hilton. He does come out of value, but you got a guy like Josh Allen, who who I actually call the white Cam Newton because because like, like Cam Newton, 
He has a big arm. He is wildly inaccurate. And like Stefan Diggs, although I do call Stefan Diggs the poor man's Antonio Brown because of his route running skills, I just I just think he's he's you know with the you know with the off chance that uh he'll get you know single coverage because I mean not the off chance there will be chance, there will be plenty of times he gets single coverage because you're gonna need to commit a safety in the box to spy Josh Allen because he is mobile but but I mean if you look at not only is he a soft tissue injury waiting to happen you look at the amount of uh, cornerbacks he's gonna the, the level of quarterbacks the caliber of quarterbacks a uh, cornerbacks. I should say, like he's gonna play against uh, uh, Xavier Howard twice. He's gonna play against Stephon Gilmore twice. He's gonna play, and this season he's gonna play against the NFC West. So he's gonna play up against Jalen Ramsey. He's gonna play against, you know, uh, Richard Sherman, who 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 he did burn in the playoffs. But still, you know, Richard Sherman's still nothing to sneeze at. Then he's also gonna play against Patrick Peterson, who is elder but still phenomenal at the position. You know what I mean? And I'm just, you know, when I look at that schedule, I'm totally off. Stephon Diggs, I think he's going to bust. I, can, I mean, I understand where you're coming from there, for sure. I, I've tried not to – I used to let schedule hinder my, my decisions as a fantasy, but I've and then I've seen that completely go out the window. It all just depends. But you're absolutely right about the outside play. Now, it, whenever he was with Minnesota, they would do a lot of practicing outdoors in the snow and the cold just to kind of get ready for other teams that they are playing outside. Now, sure, the one sure. thing I can say with Stephon Diggs is – I know he's playing some awesome corners, but if you watch any of his if his highlights, anything like that, which you know they're they're, it's completely up to whatever you want to take from it. He's got the highest percentage, and I, this is what I say about him every time anybody talks about him: highest percentage of caught contested passes since 2017 of any. Oh, wow, receiver. I wasn't aware of that. Sixty-two point one percent. Wow, the highest of anybody since 2017. And anything over forty percent is phenomenal, let alone sixty-one percent. Unreal, right? I, yeah. Whenever I saw that, I was like, "No fucking way!" Yeah, but I, I, sure enough, man. You got my and eyebrows I, raised a little bit. I mean, I'm I, saying, <laughs> I'm saying, man. I, I like Stephon Diggs. I understand where you're coming from. However, I can see why anybody might be a little bit spooked from him. But if I'll tell you, if it comes down to Ty or Diggs, I'm all over Diggs. Uh, I'll take Diggs over Ty Hilton. Hey, you know what, though? I, I tend to agree with you on that. If, I, if there's a gun to my head, I'm probably going Diggs because I do call him the poor man's Antonio Brown because his route uh-huh. running is crispy. That's a great way to describe him. I mean, because I mean, they, they, they comp they comp in a skill set. And, like, obviously Antonio Brown's, a, you know, he's like a generational talent. But, I mean, just, you know, when, when you, if you were to take the you know the name off and you just looked at, you know, the, the way they run the full route tree, like, he reminds me of Antonio Brown. You know what I mean? I think oh, for sure. I think I might be buying into you know the, the, the fact that I respect a lot of those guys like an Xavier Howard or a Stephon Gilmore or Jalen Ramsey or rightfully know. so you should yeah absolutely okay that's so, a that's a, that's a big deal man that's big facts yeah okay so let's let's go ahead on to uh let, let's let's go on to running back because this one was kind of tough for me so I'm curious to to see who who you feel that could bust at the running back position. <laughs> You're going to get some comments on this one. Oh, let's go. Let's go, Flag. <laughs> All right, man. Nick Chubb. Oh, I love Nick Chubb. Okay, go ahead. I know so, you do. Yeah, you know I love him. <laughs> okay, I need to hear this. I need to hear this. Now, okay, Chubb is a fucking beast. I'll give him that if he's alone, okay? it's Look, it's it's one name. Everybody knows where I'm going. It's Kareem Hunt. Uh, it, that's, that's the only – look – if you listen to 
my podcast, I constantly say I enjoy drafting a running back tight end who doesn't have to share the position. Very true. I, and, this is accurate. And, I've heard you say this. Yeah, and you know, everybody has to share, quote-unquote, the position, but not like Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt can carry a team on his own. Yeah, we've seen and, it, too. Oh, dude, he's a fucking beast. I mean, granted, what he does in his personal life has nothing to do with fantasy, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, whatever, but, yeah we don't subscribe but, to his off-the-field uh, antics, but, yes, but as a player, phenomenal. 100%, and, you know, I, I'm not I'm not anybody to judge, but whatever. I, the guy can play ball. I mean, he's an unbelievable receiver. I mean, he's, he's just, he's the total fucking package when it comes to a running back, and he can carry a team on his own, and I think Stefanski is going to get him more involved. And I, I, I really do. So and, here's my thing why I'm why why I'm, I'm not really afraid of uh, of Kareem Hunt because Stefanski, if, if he's going to Im- implicate what he what he did with Minnesota, you know, <clears throat> 22, 22 touches a game is what uh, Dalvin Cook averaged, and right. uh, and then you know uh, you know uh, Alexander Madison he averaged about eight to ten touches a game. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe it, it, uh, obviously Kareem Hunt is 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 clowning the fuck out of Alexander Madison, so you know, and, and they even came out and said they're going to use Kareem Hunt in, in, in different facets. But, right, but, that's what I'm that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, and like so, it's you know maybe maybe I should temper my expectations a tad with Nick Chubb, but I also think I'm just it, it could be just my affinity for him as a player. Like I, I'm such a Nick Chubb truther, and like you know being. They they were nineteenth in in rush attempts last season behind one of the lowest ranked offensive lines and they, they bring in Jack Conklin, you know what I'm saying? Who's kind of a spoiler alert for my bust, right? They bring him over from uh, Tennessee and then they then they they go ahead and draft, uh, you know Jedrick Wills and and you know th- these are some athletic these are some athletic linemen because you're gonna need that for that zone run scheme. I actually like the fact that Kareem Hunt exists because that could preserve Nick Chubb. You know, for the long haul and the type of workload they're going to give them, you know, and even if it is only 18 touches a game or 18 carries a game for Nick Chubb, and maybe maybe he doesn't get used in the in the uh, the passing game as much as I would want. Nick Chubb still he he, he can run routes. He's not like a, a Derrick Henry, who, who you know really really doesn't have uh you know route running skills. Tree. Yeah, route tree. He's really just you know you hit him with a slant and he's gone. You know what I mean? Because of his yeah, but. But uh, yeah, man. You know what, K- Kareem Hunt. If he wasn't so goddamn expensive, I would. Like, he, would <laughs> he would be one of those guys. That I would love to have both him and Chubb because I would start them both. And if anything happened to Chubb, Kareem Hunt is the guy. Guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. yeah. I'd be going after Kareem Hunt in these drafts because I think he's just more of a value. Which I mean, anywhere Kareem Hunt, like if Kareem Hunt goes to the fucking Saints. I'm a huge Kamara fan, of course, not just being a homer. I just think he's going to... Because Kareem I mean, Alvin Kamara is the joint. He's the truth. I'm saying. But if you had Kareem Hunt behind him, you would even look at, like, the value of Kareem Hunt over Alvin Kamara because Kareem Hunt's going, you know, almost two, you know, two rounds after him. Like, whoever it is. Even with McCaffrey, bro, and I know this might sound crazy, but even with McCaffrey, you look at the value of Kareem Hunt and what he can do. But I think you're, I think you're right, man. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you. You, your argument right there is probably the best one I've had that has actually made me think. You know what? Maybe Chubb's not going to be that much of a bust. 
And that's a lot. That's but, like but, a lot. But also, too, a definition of a... And I appreciate that. But a definition of a bust, too, could be where you're drafting him. Like, he... Because maybe... Yeah. Maybe because he is a, 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 a an early second round, back of the first round guy, Nick Chubb. So it's like... You know what I mean? If if he's not... You're basically drafting him at his ceiling. You know what I mean? So, you know, and if he right. doesn't... Yeah, so by definition, if he doesn't if he doesn't finish as an RB one or a top twelve, that's a bust at, at where you drafted him. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's what, what I, yeah. I try to post that a bunch, man. A bust. The definition of a bust is if somebody does not finish at their ADP or better. Yeah, and, and so which which segues me to my running back bust is Derrick Henry because the fact that he lost, <sighs> like okay, Derrick Henry's like a mid first round guy, back of the first round guy. Right and like, I mean, obviously, I, I I know you can agree with this. We are some PPR motherfuckers. You know what I mean? If you're playing, oh, yeah, yeah. If you're playing standard, still playmakers, reconsider your fantasy life. You know what I mean? But, yeah. And like, yeah, take a so, good long look. Yeah. So I will say, like Derrick Henry, you know, he, you're gonna have to rely on his efficiency in the passing game. However, if you give him more passes or more targets, you know, he's gonna he's gonna you know, that's gonna you know what it'll justify where he's going but and i know he's gonna get 24 carries a game but i'm i think that that loss of jack conklin like because you know if you if you look at jack conklin when 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 derrick henry was running to that right side in zone run schemes he averaged like eight yards a clip and like I think that's a big deal losing that type of offensive lineman you know what i mean like maybe i'm reading into it too much but you know what i mean I mean, I, I, I think, I think you know, finishing in the top twelve, maybe even if he finishes thirteen, I, I still would be like he busted where you drafted him. You know what I mean? And maybe that's nitpicking, I, but but also, uh, you know, I uh, I did have a, a couple honorable mentions that I wanted to go with, but I but I wanted to shock the world by saying Derrick Henry. But uh, 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 yeah. honorable mentions, I, I, or even the guys I really wanted to go with, you know, before I said Henry was um uh Lev Bell. David Johnson and Todd Gurley, like those three guys, really make me scratch my head. You know what I mean? Because the value could uh, value could blind you, but like I, 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 you know what I mean? But yeah, especially Lev Bell. Like Lev Bell, I have such an affinity. He's part of the he's part of my fraternity. Loved him for years with the Steelers, but Adam Gaze is just such an idiot. And like, and then they bring over Frank Gore. You bring over a guy like Frank Gore, man, and and, and I feel like Adam Gaze didn't bring him in for no reason. Like they're gonna. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna eat into some of those carries, man. One hundred percent. You did, man. Again, that's another thing. If you hear me on my podcast or see what I post, I fucking oh, yeah. hate Adam Gase. Yeah. I hate Adam Gase. I love doing these interviews, man. If I get an opportunity to do interviews with with pros or 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 legends or anything, if Adam Gase called me and said, "Hey, you want to do this interview?" I'd say, "Go." Fuck yourself. <laughs> I just, dude, I'm sorry. I just can't fucking stand him. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. Me and neither, you know, I, my dream is to one day work for the NFL or or something in this kind of aspect and what you and I are doing right now, but yeah. actually making money from it. Um, and oh, if yeah. this it's hurts it, if this hurts that, fine, fuck it. I can't take it back. I hate that motherfucker with with every. <laughs> and, and, you know and, what? and you know personally hate is too a huge because. Word. I gotta stop because it's so evil to say that. But I just I, I see his face and I want to fucking like I just want to put one of these like I'm I'm clenching my fist. I want to put one of these right in the middle of his fucking suck hole. I bet you every coke dealer loves him though. <laughs> well, man, I mean, I'm because the that guy that guy looks like that. he is on one. Is 
<laughs> man, like this guy. Like, I always yeah. look like he's surprised. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We'll go your version. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's let's go ahead on. Uh, let's head on over to the, to the tight end position. Well, who you got for me? Well, this guy is somebody that I just cannot. I, I figured anybody who picked him up off the waiver wire last last season um, got really lucky with him. And you know, I'll be honest. I got kind of pissed off at myself for not Ooh, I, scooping him up. I think you might be having. I think you might be on my guy right here. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. Is there Tyler Higby? Oh yeah, no, no. He was definitely on my list, but no, no. He, he's not the one I'm gonna mention. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because you I know what, you. Tyler Higby, man. Like he's a. Uh, that was that was more of a Sean McVay just being a great coach where he's like, okay, we need to switch this thing to twelve personnel, and then that just gave him more opportunity. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I agree with you in that, and I also think it has something to do with taking advantage of your situation and Gerald Everett going down. Yeah, true, very, very true. This is accurate. This is uh, accurate. You know, like he exploded in the latter part of the season. Um, 69 receptions, 89 targets. I mean, that's that's a great percentage. 734 yards and three touchdowns. That's great. He would not have gotten that if Gerald Everett hadn't gone down. Yeah, before Everett, yeah, seriously, before Everett got hurt, I mean, Higby wasn't even being looked at. No. It was like, I think it was like, I think Everett averaged like 31 yards on two point, uh, like almost three receptions. And then Higby was like 16 point something yard like 16 yards 16 and a half yards on two receptions a game i mean yeah. what the fuck it's yeah. just you know i'm not saying that higby can't do something because i mean he definitely gained goff's you know trust but i i don't know man i mean everett was the guy for for mcveigh whenever he first whenever he first came in now you know you get hurt next man up yeah man and and like I think recency bias is a lot of what a lot of fantasy enthusiasts, a lot of fantasy managers, they, they get blinded by recency bias because of those, like you said, those guys that picked him up off the waiver and just like, you know, they 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 loved what he did for them, and then now they're gonna they're they're gonna go back to the well, and I think that well might have ran dry. I I one hundred percent agree with you on him busting. You know who my you know who my guy is is a, it's a guy that also helped a lot of fantasy managers last year and it's i'm going with darren waller oh how dare you well here's the thing is is darren waller <laughs> darren waller you know the waller and i call him the big baller you know what i mean i love oh, darren yeah. waller but he was also a benefactor in them having nobody there you know what i mean true like he, there was no you know Ty, tyrell the gazelle was hurt you know what i mean um you know it was it, you know uh, even when josh jacobs went down it was like he and and then you couple that with the fact that you know Derek Carr his 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 average depth of target was you know where Waller lived, you know what I mean like in that right. you know six yard radius you know what I mean like and so he was yeah. definitely he was a definitely a better factor but they also here, here's another here's another thing too is not only did they draft a bunch of weapons on offense, right? They drafted a bunch of weapons. And, but but also even last year, like he would get so many touchdowns snaked away from him because they would they would go twelve personnel on goal line packages, and that other tight end would just roll out into the flat and be wide open and yeah. just snake the touchdown. And now they brought in a guy like Jason Witten, who you know what I mean, who, who pretty, retired. Yeah, who retired? But you know Gruden, he just he loves these old guys. You know what I mean? He just loves. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, yeah, a yeah. grinder. You know what I mean? He, he's, oh, well, he, that, he retired since then. Did you hear that? Oh, he did. Oh, okay, so yeah, I missed yeah, that. Yeah. Still, no, though, well, you, you got it the. It wasn't a very big story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it came and went. 
But you know what, though, too, is like even they still got, you know, the island of Moreau. You know what I mean? Foster Moreau. Yes. You know what I mean? Moreau. Thank you. That was one. I couldn't remember his name. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well done. You know what I mean? And like, but, but, but see, he is still, he is coming out of value. But I mean, I think, you know, I mean, Derek Carr, he, you know, he's not far removed from 2018 where he led the league in deep ball accuracy. So it's not like right. he can't stretch the field. I think it was just that was part of the game, they, part of his game they highlighted because of the personnel they had that, that was healthy. So I think, I mean, I just don't see him, you know, cracking that top five. You know what I mean? And, it, and he's being drafted as a top five tight end. So that's why I put right. him in the bust. Right, I, I get that, absolutely. As, as far as like the definition goes, I believe he will bust. I hate saying it because I love Darren Waller. I got him dead last, last season in the league. Oh, yeah. And lo- I, just, I, I had I, a ton of Waller and Andrews last year. Do, you know, do, oh, yeah, man. Waiting Mark on Andrews, the tight end. Dude, that, guy's, yeah. that guy's a freak. Like yeah. I, I was really impressed with his game, with the way he played. Yeah. You, you know who, uh, you know who, uh, is, uh, who was uh, – I was arguing with myself whether it was Darren Waller or Austin Hooper because Austin Hooper is – a bust waiting Ugh. to happen over Ugh. there in Cleveland. I'm not even going to waste the paper on printing that shit. He's a, <laughs> he, look, he's a good, he's a great tight end when he has a quarterback who's worth his shit. Yeah. And Baker has the skills, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to be nice for once, but I just, man. <laughs> I mean, he's what, fun to watch just because you want to see what he's going to do. Yeah. But, he's because he's polarizing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you got Njoku, and everybody keeps saying, oh, well, Stefanski did it. I'm like, dude, Stefanski. Like, look at Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like. He did jack shit. Is he going to be. He's going to be my fucking Saints. Yeah. And, like, like, if if you morph those two guys, Irv Smith and Rudolph, into one, they were a top five tight end. But but the fact that there are two different guys, and now he's going to bring that system over there to Cleveland. And you have Njoku and and Hooper, who you know what I'm saying, and people, you know, people got to remember, but they, they got to realize the tight end position in a dirt cutter system demands like, you know, I think it's something like oh, 17 or like they like 21 percent of the target market share or something like that. So Austin right. Hooper was a benefactor of that for sure. You know what I mean? And now he going over there to um you know to Cleveland where they're gonna run you know 12 personnel and you have someone they as a lot athlete. of each other. They exactly. can make they can make tight ends fucking incredible yeah okay so let, let's go ahead let's move on to the quarterback position and then we'll move on to the next segment all right yeah so who, who do you got busting at the at the qb position oh my bad all right qb my bad you broke up just a little bit oh yeah my bad uh, yeah. so my so my qb that i've got is ryan Tannehill. oh this is a good um, one well, it's. I mean, th- he's got. He's. Uh, I, I think there's a possibility for a sophomore slump on this team. Um, I just, man. Hold on, you you cut out there again. Plug, plug a plug. There he is. It, what's up, brother? Oh no, my bad. You just cut out for a second there. But you back. You back. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so yeah, Tannehill had so many seasons to, you know, basically. Turn it up, like I mean, he had he had some he had some decent like Devonte Parker. I mean, that dude came on. He's definitely a good receiver. You got Preston Williams, who with the, was Preston Williams playing with him? No, not, not no, no, not not not, not no. Not. Albert Wilson. He had Albert, Albert Wilson. Wilson he, but he also had Kenny Stills. He uh-huh. had yeah. He, Ken, when 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 Tannehill was there, Kenny Stills spent a little time there. Kenny Stills moved around a lot. He went from the right. Sa- 
he got traded from the Saints to the Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but uh, yeah, he, I mean, he had he had a uh, um, uh, who else was who else was uh, over there at the Jordan time? Jordan Cameron. Jordan, Wasn't Jordan yeah. Cameron. The did yep. he go over there for a little bit? That yep, guy was yep. a beast. Yep. And come on, he had Jarvis Landry. You know what I mean? Yes, he had Jarvis Landry. He had the most like the most. What was the word I'm looking for? Safest? Like the, 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 the best of safety blankets you can find. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, he just didn't do anything. And he's not really a bomber, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just spells shitty for fantasy, if you ask me. Yeah. I'm like a gunslinger, man, but I also love a mobile quarterback. He is neither. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he did he did, he did turn on the wheels a tad bit here and there, but I think, sure. that, I think that was more so, like, heads-up play. You know what I mean? Like, Play breaks yes. down, he just takes off. You know what I mean? Like, and then you know, because he did have a couple of rushing touchdowns, but but also too, you got to think about with Tannehill, he was playing to to prove himself and get the bag, and now he got it. I don't know if that drive is still in him. So I agree with the bust potential. <laughs> right? Yeah, man. I just don't see. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not getting any any shares of Tannehill at all. Yeah, me either. I just, I'm just not, you know, he, he could be, he could be, I could be completely wrong, but I mean, yeah, he had four rushing touchdowns. Great. Um, but that could have been from, I, I can't remember. I didn't really pay much attention to Tannehill just because I just didn't think, I mean, good on him. I'm happy that he, that he did well. And I'm happy that he secured that bag, but I just, I don't have any desire of taking any Tannehill. And, and one thing about Tannehill, bro, is like wildly, ineff- I mean, wildly efficient, that's gonna come down like efficient. Only Russell Wilson is is constantly repeating efficiency. You know what I mean? Oh, on, yeah. on a run first team too. Like you know because t- that's uh-huh. what t- that's what the, the the Titans are. They're a run right. first team. You know what I mean? And like right. you know, and yes, he's not a great field stretcher. He's gonna de- he's gonna have to rely on the yak masters that he he has, like a AJ Brown or a, even a a Derrick Henry in that sense. Like you. Put the ball in those guys' hands, and they do the rest for Tannehill. And like, but yeah, I think Tannehill. I, I don't see him replicating what he did by any means. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's my thoughts exactly. I got so mine is mine is actually in the same range. It's a uh, I'm, I'm I'm going with uh I'm and it's kind of relates to my Darren Waller uh, take. It I'd say Derek Carr, even though Derek Carr. He has the potential to be a top twelve with all these weapons. I think the moment the moment he starts slipping up and playing bad and turning the ball over, and then if they go like if they go like you know two and four, you know what I mean, the first six weeks, you know what I mean, you got someone like Mariota who Gruden thinks is a grinder and like you know what I mean, just I, yeah. bro, like I he loved he loved him some Mariota. He did, bro. Like, do you remember when Gruden worked for NFL Network and he did that that quarterback classroom shit? He yes. praised and praised Mariota, and it's no it's no coincidence. Once Mariota was available, you brought him over, and like, I just think Derek Carr's on a in, he's on the hot seat, and like I you know, if he doesn't show and prove with all these weapons, bro, like you know what I mean, he, I, I think he might yeah. lose his job, and that and that'll that'll be you know that'll justify him busting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's hard to bust though when nobody's. I mean, I've seen him go undrafted. Yeah, that is true. Though. Well, I mean, <laughs> we are in super flex leagues, and you know what I mean. He is, you know, right. That's right, where right. he true, comes true, into true. conversation. You know what I mean? Like, I, true, true. Yeah, but but also too, man. Another guy is uh, he he found himself in a new place. I'd say Philip Rivers could could bust too because being on a yeah. run first team and maybe and let's be honest, 
Maybe Phillip Rivers could have been a gold medalist shock putter because the way he throws the ball, bro. Like, <laughs> I remember when you made that comment. Yeah, bro. bro like, I, I, I'm He's constantly. release. He does, man. And and like, and, and another thing I always say is that he has the quickest release. Like, that's why why he has eight kids. But I mean, in this case. <laughs> He's going to be full game manager. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's full game manager mode. It's the first time he's going to have a line that can protect him. I don't, I mean, I just – and and their schedule against the run is is, is, is favorable for, the, you know, for those running backs. I think he's going to be a guy who, who maybe even throw the ball, like, you know, anywhere from, like, 15 to 18 times a game. And you don't want that in fantasy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. No shit. He's definitely going to be an upgrade from Brissett. Oh, that's for sure. Just that's guess for sure. Yeah, the meat slab, as I like to call him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The grilled beef brisket himself. Yeah, okay, yeah, so, so now let's go to a, 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 a fun one. You know what I'm saying? Because I know the button, no one wants to hear bus guys, when, it, especially if it's their guy, right? They're like, oh, what? You know what I mean? And I, and I love that segment that we just did because, you know what I'm saying, me and you, we had different opinions on guys, and that's what it's all about, playmakers. We're not yes yeah. men. You stand you stand by what you, what you believe, and, you know, I mean, everything is subjective and, like, you know what I mean? It's we can only speak in certainty in hindsight. So you know what I mean. And this is what we do as fantasy analysts. We find ways to diagnose situations, and you know, and we're and by all means, we don't have crystal balls. So you know what I mean? Because if we did, we win every fucking week, every league, every championship. You know what I mean? But but you know what I'm saying that that's what drives us though is to put in the work for you playmakers to to win you win you some chips. So now let's let's go on to some some players that can help you win these chips. Let's go on to some breakout candidates, man. So go, go ahead and pop this thing off with the receiver position. Already receiver position. Uh, all right, man. So I'm going with a rookie here, um, and it's probably not who you might think. It's not Jerry Judy. It's not. Um, oh boy, for uh, who they? My bad, man. Who they pick up in Dallas? Oh, oh, uh, CD Lamb. The Lamb. Lamb chops. Lamb chops. Is I call him. Lamb chop. <laughs> I make up um, nicknames they, for everybody. <laughs> and it isn't my guy, Henry Ruggs, because I love me some Henry Ruggs. It, my guy at the wide receiver is Michael Pittman Jr. Ooh, I like this one. Okay, okay, lay, lay it on me. Lay it on me. Speaking of Philly Riv, um, drafted in the second round, thirty fourth overall. You don't draft a receiver that that early with with Indianapolis with what they had to draft with. I, Without, yeah, because no that was essentially their. I mean, obviously they traded out, and then so th- essentially their first round pick was was Buckner, uh-huh. but yes, right. their actual first pick was Pittman. Okay, continue. Uh-huh. Yep, um, the dude was a monster in college. I mean, of course he was; otherwise he wouldn't be in the NFL now. Eleven touchdowns, twelve hundred and seventy-five yards. They wanted to add size at receiver, yeah. um, and this dude's got it. He's a fucking monster. I mean, he's not your boy. You know, my buddy's 6'4", 223 pounds. That's pretty big. And he ran 4.5240. I normally don't give a shit about 40 times, but when it comes to a receiver that big, that size, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and again, it goes back to my bus candidate, man. T.Y. Hilton is always fucking hurt. Yeah. So whether Pittman picks it up and just runs with it in the first, you know, at the very beginning or whether he starts in the middle of the season or whatever, he's going to get that opportunity and telling you man and he's T.Y. Hilton is still respected quote-unquote by defensive coordinators so they're going to commit their number one coverage to T.Y. Hilton so someone like Pittman who's a beast of a receiver is going to have secondary coverage and single coverage more often than not if they're going to be doubling Uh 
or, or even loading the box up. You know what I mean? Yep, that was my next point, man. Well done. Perfect. Yeah, man. And then he's a beast at the 50-50 ball, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Michael sure is. Pittman Jr. 50-50. Oh Jesus Christ! I ain't gonna lie. I want when, when my Niners uh, uh, with our with our uh, uh, late first round pick. I wanted him, bro. I yeah. want, we got Ayuk, and I kind of scratched my head a little bit. But like you know, Shanahan, he's the guy that'll pound the table, quote unquote, for his guy. So oh yeah, like, yeah. But but man, Pittman is the he's the guy, bro. That's a good. He's that's a, a good one, man. That's a good. That's I, I like that one. I'm, let me write that down. Let me write Much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let me write this down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so one of one of my breakout guys, he flashed a ton last year. I'm going with my man DJ Chark. You know what I mean? Oh, I hell think, yeah, bro. I think that defense is it's gonna be trash, so there's gonna be a lot of passing volume. And he showed rapport with Minshew, and he's just, man, DJ Chark is just he's I hate saying like uh cliche takes, but fucking phenomenal man like he's just a he's a beast man like i mean there's i don't know what else to say like he's he's he could run the full route tree he's a he's a contested catching guy and like i mean like i've seen him do it against you know tough uh coverage and 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 minchu minchu is a a low key is is a very accurate guy you know a passer so i i think i think you know barring any kind of injury 16 games, I, I think he could finish within the top 12. Easily, for sure, man. I'm eye to eye, bro. I love me some shark. Um, I, if This is one of the things that I was I was talking to my wife about before. Uh, God bless her. She tries to act like she loves it too, man. She she, she loves me so much. Love <laughs> I'm it. I'm sitting there and I'm talking to her That's about awesome, DJ though. Shark. And she, cause she mentioned him, they, she saw him on the top 100. <laughs> and she goes... Who is this fucking baby? Because <laughs> he looks just like a baby, bro. He's a baby-faced dude. But yeah, he, he, he looks like a big kid. You need to show respect. So I show her the, the I show her the highlights, and she goes, "Yeah, you need to grab that dude seriously in your next draft. You need to grab him." I was like, "Well, I want to like when I this is the what how I look at Shark when I'm coming around." To my pick in the second round, if there's an Amari Cooper and Adam Thielen or anything like that, everybody, of course, would normally want to go for them. But if I'm looking down the list to see if Shark's still available, you'll pull him up. That there. that speaks volumes. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like he's a beast. And I'm like a running back heavy guy this year because I feel like mm-hmm. there's a big drop off. And like I've been, I've been I mean, even in the league. Uh, in the uh, shout out to shout out to Piggy and the whole gang, man. You know what I'm saying? We're in the yeah, breaking, yeah. the breaking the bank uh, 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 expert league. And uh, you know, I, I getting Chark as my second receiver, I was I was floored. I was like, yes, because I I waited. You know what I mean? And like, you know what's funny too about that draft, bro? Several times I'd be like, oh my god, my guy came off the board. Who? Oh, it was the plug again. I'm like, you, like yo, you you got so many of the guys I was targeting, and I love. It. I mean, great minds think alike. You know what I mean? Yeah, for and, real. And you actually gave me props when I when I drafted. Uh, uh, Chark, you were like, oh man, Chark. Uh huh. Yeah. I was so pissed. I was like, shit, you got me on that one. I wanted Chark so bad, bro. Yeah. Like I, tr- I want him so bad, but I never seem to get him in drafts because people draft. They think the way that we do, man. They're starting to see it. Yeah. I mean, there is, you know, it is our job to put out the content. You know what I mean? It's not like, like I actually, I actually have close friends of mine that that they subscribe to the theory that I'm putting out content to to curve them. You know what I mean? 
in fantasy leagues. Like they're like, you know, you just say all kind of shit that you don't believe in just so we could buy into it and you could beat us. And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually doing that. And I'm like, like wow, like, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, okay. So let, 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 let's let's go on to let's go on to running back. You know what I mean? Like, so who's some breakout running backs you got for me? All right, man. Um, it's one of the guys that I think you were uh, you were curving, man. Todd Gurley. Ooh, uh, hey, man, you know I what? Talk. I mean, before you before you go on with your take, Todd. I'm not necessarily curving him more so because of his skill set. It's, it's it's just the longevity. You know what I mean? Like the sure. way, you know because of the injury. But man, he is religiously going to see six man boxes. Oh, dude! Yeah, it's it, with with Julio, Calvin Ridley, uh, Gage. I mean, dude, now Hayden Hurst. Oh, yeah, Hayden Hurst, they, Helmsley, they, they, as I like to call him. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know dude, I had somebody come up to me at a Waffle House here and ask if I was if I was Triple H. <laughs> I was like, dude, are you either saying I'm I look big or I've got I look old? Or, One or, of the two, and, or, got, and like, your schnoz, your schnoz is nowhere near. I'm st- Nowhere near <laughs> Triple looks H. Like looks like a Muppet. <laughs> Triple H is a nose with arms and legs. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. It's all that growth. Um, so, <laughs> so, Yeah, for real though. With Gurley, like, you, just like you're saying, longevity. We just need a season. That's all we need. Yeah, that's all we need. It sounds terrible, but it's true. But, I mean, like, he's going to get so much opportunity. He's got nobody to fight hey, for that position. He's a, he's a double-digit touchdown motherfucker waiting to happen. I'll, I'll tell you that. Every much. time. Yeah. Every season, even with the shitty season yeah. where McVeigh just decided touchdowns? to be an ass, he had twelve touchdowns. 12, total, yeah. twelve touchdowns on the ground and then two touchdowns in the air. He had fourteen total touchdowns. That's wow. crazy. In a quote unquote bad girly year. Mm-hmm. And two, two and that beast. line in Atlanta, you know, statistically is better than the Rams line. It's probably gonna be the one of the best lines that he's ran behind in his career. Right. Right. He had Whitworth. Yeah. That's and, it. And yeah, for real. And and now Whitworth in the past two uh, past year, you see his age catching up to him because he is thirty eight uh-huh. years old. You know what I mean? I mean, when he went over there, he was thirty six years old, and like, and you've seen a lot of his big plays were to the left side of that field. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, but, but but yeah, but now you got a line with Alex Mack and company, all first legit, all first rounders. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro, that whole yep. offense is all first rounders. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, that entire line, Todd Gurley, Hayden Hurst, Helmsley—they're all former first rounders. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that that team's gonna be something. And I, 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 being in Atlanta, uh, the fans here are crazy. Shout out Atlanta fans. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, big big up to the Dirty dude, Birds. Yeah, I'm saying the rise up or whatever the fuck. But they, they <laughs> yeah, I forgot got, you're a Saints fan. You're like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got a great team. They better do something with it. Otherwise, I mean, shit. They just got to get their defense right. That's all. But Gurley, last thing on him, he passes physical with flying colors. I've been watching him on YouTube playing ball with Cam Newton and Quavo and Offset and all this. Shit. And he's a fucking <laughs> yeah. bully, bro. He's killing folks. He's moving around, cutting and dribbling. I mean, dude, he's he's killing it. You want to see if a football player can can get out on the field and make cuts and jump and move and how his how his uh, how his quote unquote arthritic knees and everything are handling. Have yeah. him jump up and down and catch rebounds and dunk and shit, and see how he looks. Boy would look good, man. He was balling. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. I hope he balls out. I mean, he seems like a really good dude too. So I love that. If the guy's a good guy, and he has a great intangible. It's a homecoming. I love that. Like, oh yeah. 
That's always yeah. awesome. Man. You know what? Let Come me, back to the A. I'm going to write this down. Todd Gurley.